Hello, and thank you for joining the Aaron Warner podcast on iCode Media. Today, I talked with Dr. B.N. Lee about an interesting question she posed on whether we use one or two spaces after a period. A lot of fun conversation, a lot of uh, interesting insights from those who are on that discussion group that we share with you. So please enjoy uh, the, the chat that we had. Also, we want to hear from you. So please join the conversation by leaving a comment, sharing the episode with a friend and leaving a five-star review. Also be sure to support those who support us. This year, we proudly introduced the Life Meter to our practice in response to our staff's passionate demand for enhanced patient care. Their firsthand experience with the Life Meter underscored the crucial link between proper diet, carotenoid supplementation, and visual health and performance. Our front desk team now measures every patient's skin carotenoid levels, providing valuable education on each score and the significance of carotenoids in ocular performance and health. The result? Patients love the enhanced experience, and our MacuHealth sales have doubled since implementing LifeMeter. To discover more, contact your MacuHealth representative or click on the link in the show notes. Ian, I have uh, been looking forward to this conversation uh, ever since uh, I invited you on because you uh, started a really cool conversation uh, via in one of the chat groups, chat groups that we have within Vision Source that um, got me thinking, and I loved how you titled it the, a time waster that really I don't think became a time waster, at least for me, it uh, <laughs> became a, 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 a springboard to becoming more efficient. Uh, but before we dive into that, uh, tell us about yourself. Where are you at? Where's your practice? Yes, um, I am in Austin, Texas, and I've been practicing in Austin for over 10 years now. I'm a graduate from PCO or Salus University now, and uh, and uh, it's uh, Texas is my home state. So okay. I, yeah, so I've been back um, since graduating from school. Nice. Oh, well, Austin is where you're originally from, or no? I'm originally from Vietnam. And okay. So yeah, yeah, but I grew up in Texas. Nice. How long have you been in the in the U.S.? Since, gosh, so I have to do some mental math. So this is, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it looks like it's about thirty years now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, you guys are hopefully uh, you're surviving the heat that you're having down there. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're recording this at the end of July, and you guys are in the middle of a uh, a crazy heat wave. So. Hopefully you're staying cool and enjoying it. Thank you. Um, so what prompted this is you uh, sent a note out to the the, uh, the discussion group and said, uh, titled it uh, Time Waster, Curious Random Poll. <laughs> and uh, no, I love it because it, it immediately caught my attention, which I'm sure there's a marketing discussion to have there. Um, you said when you, when you type a sentence uh, after a period, you put two spaces before the next sentence. And that's how you were taught in school, which I was as well. Um, and you were born in 81. I, I was born in 80, so we're, we're the same uh, uh, generation. And, uh, and then you became aware that your younger staff only uses one space. And so you were curious uh, about the two versus one spaces. And this started a whole chain of <laughs> I had no idea that there was this much emotion behind one or two spaces. Did you have any yeah. idea? No, I I have no I had no idea. This was uh, quite a um, an interesting chain of emails and replies that we have received, and it was 
Uh, it was very funny, actually, and it, I think I guess this kind of aged us into the same group that um, I think one of the uh, participants had mentioned that her nephew had mentioned, you know, like nothing tells you that you're over 40 uh, more than the two spaces versus the one space comment. Yeah, that and, one hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that comment that comment hurt. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I literally chuckled and uh, when I read that and uh, and I had no idea how much of um, of a thing this is until I actually googled this after um, she had mentioned that. So, um, I, I this exact same boat, right? I I <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I had to go type something to see if I was a one spacer or a two spacer, and yeah. um, which I'll get to in a minute because my my finding was very interesting, and the. Um, but yeah, I felt old and I was, <laughs> uh, because I was taught two spaces like you. Yeah. And then I was annoyed. I was mad that somebody would change yes. what we were taught. Um, yes. And then I got mad at myself for being mad over silly spaces so after a period. <laughs> after a period. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Ah. <laughs> it made such a big difference. <laughs> yeah, I went down a whole rabbit hole about how lazy these kids are now that they only have to uh, do one space instead of two. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's been, you know, since the conversation when I'm charting, when I'm typing, I'm actually physically um, changing my spaces now and I have to go back and, and, and backspace. <laughs> so I'll finish a sentence and then I go back and I was like, wait, I, I, I did the two space again. So let me edit that, you know, and, and I have to do that continuously still. <laughs> that's that's funny. So I said I I had to type out to see what I do, and what I found was interesting is that I hit the spacebar twice at the end of a sentence. Mm -hmm. But the 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 AI the whatever the the magic genie in the bottle is on Microsoft Word or in my emails automatically puts a period and then a single space. So in practice, I'm two spacing because I hit the spacebar twice. But in mm -hmm. reality, uh, my text only has one because it's. Uh, I guess they're trying to help the over 40 crowd not look <laughs> over 40. <laughs> they're helping us out, Aaron. <laughs> they are, and I need all the help I can get. Yep. yep. So it got me thinking, what are some of the things that I do that uh, I, I hold on to, both in, in practice and clinic and business and in life, that really make no sense anymore? That I just hold on to because that's how I was taught, and darn it, that's how I'm, I'm, it's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, it, are there any things that, that you've thought of that or is there anything that you do that maybe your younger staff or, or kids or whomever just look at you and go, God, that's, why do you do that? <laughs> um, so my kids are a little on the younger side. They're, okay. they're two and six, so, um, they would not be a good gauge, but hmm, that's a great question. They're not correcting you yet. They're not correcting me yet. Um, not today, right? Well, I'll ask them how they are. Yeah. <laughs> and about uh, a month from now, my six-year-old will start doing that when he enters first grade. Um, but um, yeah, that's a great question. I am not sure. I can't think of anything on top of my head that my staff asked me. Why do I do that? I guess one of the thing in in terms of communicating with staff, um, we have uh, Weave as a chatting system mm -hmm. um, in the um, in the office and out of, outside of the office, we'll text message and group text um, each other. I've noticed that my uh, my younger staff tend to be more informal. 
um, and use a lot more emojis, for example,、mm-hmm. than my、uh, older staff who tend to be a lot more formal with.、Um, All the sentences structure and and pretty much just a lot more the formality is is there quite a bit more and a lot more casual in the younger crowd.、Um, and emojis,、uh, they're big on emojis.、Um. Big on emojis, <laughs> yeah. In fact, one of the one of the responses came back and said that、uh, I'm hoping he was joking, but he said he's just going to start to try try to communicate purely in emojis now. <laughs> and、uh, on your on your tr- thread,、um, but I noticed that too. I my kids are older; they're teenagers, and. Um, I would get so irritated that they wouldn't. When they text me, they would abbreviate words. They wouldn't、mm-hmm. use punctuation. There was no capitalization. There was no periods. It was just run-on sentences. Yeah.、Um, it weren't even sentences. They were just there were there were thoughts, and it, I used to correct their grammar and send it back to them.、Um, <laughs> and my wife's a high school teacher, and she she finally sat me down and said, "It's a losing battle. Get over it." <laughs>、um, but yeah, I, I found that too that it's you know grammar doesn't、uh, didn't play a role in. And even you know what we were taught as professionalisms、mm-hmm. um, hasn't played a role. I don't know how it is in in Texas, but I, I very rarely do I call somebody Mister or Missus, whomever they are, out in public. You know, it's、mm-hmm. it's all first names. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. It's very、oh. true. S- similarly in Texas. Yep.、Um, and you we talked about communication styles. I've also noticed that、um, nobody talks anymore. It's,、uh, <laughs> it's it's over text and it drives me nuts. I, I I I don't mind texting quickly for for brief communications, but I love a good phone call and、mm-hmm. it's so hard to get people on the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's actually a very um a very good、uh, observation that you've made there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever spoken. Except to one to my older staff, actually, all my younger staff, I think I've never talked to them on the phone outside of the office, ever. <laughs> That's crazy. Ever, yeah, yeah. That that is、uh, that is crazy to think about it. And we didn't have texting until I was. I didn't even get texting planned until I was in actually doing rotation in optometry really? school. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that was probably the.、Uh, The the T nine texting where you had to hit the button three times, <laughs> yes, letter, right? Yeah, yeah, and you get charged for every text that you send. There, there's a、oh, cap. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not unlimited. You, you know, there's like a cap on how many you you could、uh, you could send per month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I I had forgotten about the cap. I remember the cell phones where you so many minutes until a certain hour, and then you had、mm-hmm. free. So yeah. So you waited yeah. until whatever eight or nine o'clock to make your calls. Yeah. That's funny. So the、uh, so so texting、um, and and communicating and the the professionalism there. Now,、mm-hmm. do you think that's that's a, a bad change, a good change, or just a change? I think it's a change that we all will have to you know go go with the flow kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's important that kids still know how to. Write well and you know grammar and all those, just because that's gonna be carry that's gonna carry with them for the rest of their life in their professional careers, in their job and you know we can't talk in, you know in complete sentences all the time but that's that's how it is though so it's you know again I I have you know two and a six year old so I think it's harder for me to to grasp on that but when my、um, 
when my staff were to do anything professional and they do that, you know, I, I correct them and I have them go back. Actually, I, I won't correct them. I will tell them to go back and correct it themselves um, just because I think it's, you know, it's a learning point for them to to do that. Um, no, Maybe that's absolutely. a parent thing. <laughs> oh, I think it's a parent thing. Um, if, and my, my guess is if your, your staff's anything like mine, they just take it straight over to ChatGPT. <laughs> and, and have chat GPT do it, which I, you know, if they're smart enough to have a resource, I guess they're smart enough to have a resource. Yeah. Have and you tried chat GPT? Oh, I have. It's, it's exciting it's in a crazy, scary right? way. It's super yeah. scary. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. I am, you know, I test random things on there and I am impressed at what it could do. And, uh, it also, I think that's just a Pandora's box of different, you know, things that we have to, to think about, but that's a whole different discussion. Um, but it's amazing uh, on what it could do. Very impressed. It is. And uh, I had a, f a conversation with my 19-year-old. I was, again, berating the, uh, uh, his generation and how lazy they are. And, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he, you know, I said, you're, you're losing skills. You don't know how to write in cursive. Um, you, you know, typing out in, in grammar is tough. Mm -hmm. the, uh, and he looked at me and he said, well, you know, how's, how's plowing a field, Dad? And I said, what? never plowed a field and he goes oh you're not upset that you have lost the skills or you weren't taught the skills on how to plow a field wow well, must be nice to go to the grocery store and uh, so well, you got me there kid yeah um so i but i I've, i'm curious with all the you know the things we lament the two spaces or chat gpt mm -hmm. whatnot if um if we have to give up something to be able to embrace the, the, the new technology, embrace the progress, embrace the whatever's new. Yeah, I, I think it's depending on, on who you're asking and what generation I think will, I think different generations will give you different answers. I think for me, you know, so it's, it's definitely hard to break certain habit. I mean, I'm still too, I'm still too spacing. Um, two spacer, <laughs> two, two spacer till I die. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, as we speak earlier, I was just charting before we, you know, I get on this phone call and I was still doing that and I'm still backspacing. So I think it takes a little bit of a time for us to break certain habit, um, to, to go with the new, changes and whatnot but i think um new changes it's it's exciting it's exciting we we cannot improve we cannot uh you know be better if we cannot adapt and change and i think this comes in you know um things like double spacing and jet cpt to to businesses you know the business aspect of things um and so just just constantly evolving i think um is, is critical to to our survival in many aspect Oh, for sure. Because the world's going to evolve. So if we don't yeah. evolve with it, then, you know, not yep. survival as a species, but survival as a business. Yeah, totally. The, so we talk about change a little bit. I'm curious, because um, I don't think anybody's really hit on the holy grail of, of how to do the, to do this well, but how do you invite change into your practice? How do you get your team on board? What's, what's the process that you use for successful change in your business? I think having um, the right culture um, is, is one of the important part um, for us we do staff meeting um, we used to do it every week we've been doing it bi-weekly um, as of late um, and um, it's just I have kids in summer camp and all of these things is just getting <laughs> uh, it gets a little tougher so I, I've changed it to uh, bi-weekly but um, one of the things that I talked about when 
I hire any staff um, is one of the talking points that I literally notate on, on my note for me to talk about um, due to the new staff is change and that um, for them to welcome change because I have found over the years in terms of hiring different staff and different personalities that some people are more um, adaptable than others and I think if a person coming in um, unwilling to change and already I could pick that up on interview in terms of just you know habits and whatnot I think that's going to become a challenge so uh, one of my point for um, hiring people is is the ability for them to adapt and to change and to embrace that Um, and I always tell them our office will gradually and eventually and always will change Um, and you could ask you know ex-staff that have been here for how long and how many changes we've had done on the simple listing as our procedure on the simplest Mm -hmm. thing as our routing slip Um, because um, you know everything will have to change and so I, I try to instill that mentality when I hire them um, because I want them to expect that um, because I find that um, just with experience um, when I first opened as a private business and a private practice versus now that I've been in it for a few more years that um, setting up expectation um, initially is, um, is I think is super important to do. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite quotes, and I, I wish I knew who said it, um, is that, uh, but it's my, my mantra in life and in my practice, is you don't get what you expect, you get what you accept. And so I think it's very, yeah, very forward thinking of you to make sure that you're bringing on people that already have that mentality. Um, because if, if you know they're not thinking that way, it's going to be really hard for them to thrive in a, a model where you're not accepting the status mm-hmm. quo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, oh, that's interesting. The um, one of the other things that uh, that I found interesting, I was talking with my wife, who's a, a high school teacher, and we brought up ChatGPT, and she said that they're going to start going to handwritten uh, essays and tests in class uh, oh. to make sure that they they show the kids, uh, you know, it's actually their work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and I hadn't, I didn't think what the biggest problem was with this. And she said, there's two, two main problems with this and, and neither one of them crossed my mind. So I'll ask you and see if you, you're smarter than I am. Um, so if, if you're going to go to high school kids and say, Hey, you have to handwrite your, uh, you know, an essay now or a paper now in class, what do you think the two uh, biggest problems that she's uh, foreseeing would be? Um, just, the fact that they will be <laughs> doing their own work <laughs> and spending yeah. time to do the research to do their own work. To do their own work? Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, then that's that's kind of where my mind went. She w- said um, problem number one is they don't have the stamina to handwrite because they haven't ever had to sit and handwrite for an entire class. And oh, so wow. hand cramps and oh, I mean, they're, they're, they're used to typing. And, uh, and I remember having to take notes and your hand getting sore and tired, yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. after a couple of hours of taking notes. She's like, yeah, after five minutes, their, wow. uh, their hands, cause they don't do it. They don't write they don't notes do to That's each true. other. They text, right? They have, they've got to stretch out their thumbs, I guess, when you're texting. But, uh, um, yeah, so hand, hand stamina of, uh, huh. of writing, um, which didn't cross my mind and, um, and certainly penmanship. She yeah, is penmanship. terrified of having to read their penmanship because <laughs> uh, going along with hand stamina they don't they don't have to write 
They don't have and to so write. Yeah. They don't have yeah. to, to be better. And um, I said, well, you got good practice reading bad penmanship because you're married to me. <laughs> but that's very true. Even for us, right? I mean, I, I use a pen every day, but the extent of the pen writing is pretty much checking, uh, circling things and putting check mark mm-hmm. on my routing slip. Uh, because I mean, everything else is on the computer and on the laptop, uh, in terms of writing everyday writing. So yeah, yeah, that, that is, wow. That definitely did not cross my mind at all. Um, nope. yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's, that's very true. We, we do the same, but I mean, we're not in school though. So, so, you know, well, so and I'm I, sure my I, hand yeah. would get tired if I needed to. I, uh, yeah. Although I I do like writing, so I recently grabbed a uh, remarkable tablet um, to take notes on, and I, I enjoy handwritten notes more than than typewritten notes. I think it I retain the information better. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, that, that was that was That's an interesting. interesting thought that I you know I just you know understand the cheating aspect of of ChatGPT and online resources, but never thought of the challenge of being able to to so sustain right. writing yeah. an essay. Uh, <laughs> letting alone letting alone reading it (laughs) yeah wow that that really um of course this this tells you how long we've been out of school too right um and even when we're in school even in during optometry school um and you know what even when i go to to um continue education courses i have back in the days i used to have a notebook that i will write my my things in uh my notes in but yeah i actually take it on my phone now um, mm-hmm. and, and I don't even write it with a notebook. Um, do you take notes on your phone when you, when, yeah. you, when you're in class? Wow. Well, now I do, but, but yeah. not, you know, like for CE for continued education uh-huh. courses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Um, I do write on my phone now. I, I, I haven't gotten there. I'm, uh, you're, you're younger than I am. You're staying, <laughs> you're staying younger than I am. I, uh, I'll take notes on there if I have to, but. Yeah. I, I look for pen and paper first. Yeah. 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 Oh. Wow. That's interesting. You're, we're aging off here, Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've given up trying to, uh, to stay young. Um, <laughs> I just want to stay healthy now, but staying young, I've, the, the, the gray set in. In fact, I just got my first pair of progressives. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, that's, that's a game changer too. It was a game changer. I got the XRs. They were fantastic. Um, okay. But okay. Uh, it was, I held out for as long as I could. <laughs> that's uh that's funny you're you're gonna be talking to patients about how progressive is going to be and a lot more relatable now and that, that you're going through that uh with your progressive how is xr uh it was fantastic i you know it's my first pair but i've i've grown up in the industry i was edging lenses when i was uh 10 when i was working for my dad um, oh, wow. so I've, I've you know seen them all the way through i've, I've been an optician and uh, dispensed them, put them on, tried them. Uh, but I, I, you could see the swim or you could see the, the, the power shift, mm-hmm. but uh, wearing them, um, no swim. And I got uh, a, a one and a quarter ad and a 150 ad on two different pairs of glasses just to see how the, how the okay. differences were. And uh, they, they, I was very, very impressed, which is hard to do. Okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I was, I was, I was happy with them and, my close f- group of uh, of doc friends that we've got the group text with all all we're happy to and, and then it saddened me how that that's the point of the conversation we've come to. <laughs> <laughs> 
the highlights of our days, right? The highlights of our day and being excited about a new progressive lens. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so going back to uh, to the, the the one or two you know uh, spaces, the um, one of the other things that came up when we were talking about what we what we do is. Um, you know, how we relate to, at least in business, how we relate to employees. Do I need to have the, the, the formal meetings as much? Um, and do I need to have the old uh, style of professionalism? And um, cell phones came up in that conversation. Uh, and I was, I was talking with another friend of mine. So bef- uh, before I tell you what we do in the office, what's your cell phone policy with your staff? In terms of them using their cell phone? Yeah, t- what, what, yeah. The, them using it, them having it on them during the day. What's your your policy? So my, I'm pretty relaxed with them. Um, I do allow them to have the phone on themselves, but I ask that they put it out of sight. And so, um, like, they will put it in their pocket or, you know, just out of sight. Um, I do not want for them to, for, if I were to walk out and I see them on the phone and uh, there's a patient there that they needed help, that's, that's just a big no-no. So right. it has to be completely out of sight. Um, now, I do have some staff who will frequently check their phone and um, and literally take out their phone, check text messaging. And um, one instance I had, um, we were at a, we had a staff meeting and one staff took a selfie uh, during the staff meeting to text to the friend. Um, and and I, I stopped and was like, what are you doing? And the person says, oh, I'm just taking a selfie. And they, and they said, yeah, I'm just gonna send it to my friend. Um, and I said, okay, you're just going to have to put your phone away uh, for the rest of the meeting. And uh, please don't do that ever again. Um, yeah. So, you know, so when it comes to using, I luckily haven't had any major issue to the point where it's disruptive. Um, but um, I do require them to be out of sight. So, um, but I know that's not always the case. I, I had one staff uh, prior, previously that had um, the phone out all the time, and I actually had a talk about putting the phone away and not even on person, on you know, in pockets and whatnot. And this person got a, a, a an Apple Watch. Um, mm. So you know, so <laughs> they received messages and everything. So now they're on a watch instead of the phone. Um, so I, I I guess I find that if I'm too harsh, then or too strict, then it may be counterintuitive or counter. It doesn't work um, right. as as I intended to. So, I um, I just ask them to you know to just kind of put it out of sight. And if I ask you more than twice, uh, once that's that's you know too many times. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, that's similar to what we do. I I you know it, we found it's easier for their well being. Um, if they have it on them and I honestly, I've found it easier to get a hold of them half the time if I just mm-hmm. text them. Um, and for the most part, they're pretty good. Even if, you know, I see them on it, uh, it's, it's looking at something really quick and the, certainly if a patient comes, it goes back in the pocket and they give the attention right away, which I think is, is fine. The selfie culture is a new one for me. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot understand the need to photo document my life so the world can see <laughs> it. Um, uh, yeah. but that comes with being old. And uh, as my, <laughs> as my kids remind me, well, it's, um, th- the speaking of, of kids and kind of different perspectives, it's in being old and not sharing your life. I grew up in a, in a 
era, and I'm sure you're similar, to where we didn't, you know, we had a private life and you wanted to have a private life and you didn't want to have people in your life. Um, privacy was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And the, and it's gone a complete 180 in a sense that, um, my kids don't care who has access to their world. You know, their friends on social media or people that they have, they've never met. If somebody wants to be their friend, it's the answer is yes. And they follow people they don't know and they're involved in people's lives. They don't know. Um, and in some ways, I think that's scary. In other ways, it's you know interesting that Netflix tells me what I should watch, based upon <laughs> based upon what I've done before. It it's it's thinking ahead for me, and uh, and I appreciate that because it has some good recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a great way to mess with my kids when I jump on their profiles and watch, <laughs> you know, uh, baby baby TV shows and Blues Clues or whatnot, just to screw up their algorithm. Uh, but it's um. It, it it's interesting to me that that change and shift in a, in philosophies on privacy For versus sure. uh, at least my generation or what I think and uh, my younger uh, my younger staff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's yeah. For sure, same thing, same same boat. Yeah. <laughs> exact same thing, exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. The um, yeah. and have you noticed that with with patients as well? I've uh, you know I give them almost all my patients my cell phone number. And, uh, because I would rather them, you know, just reach out to me as opposed to trying to go through multiple channels if they've got a question. And, uh, I really can't think of anybody who's abused it, but do I've had a lot for more... everybody or only certain, um, special circumstances. Not for everybody. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's to me, the, uh, my, I, my phone's a tool, it's work. And, uh, I, put do not disturb on at night. So if they call or text, it, it doesn't uh, alert me until the morning unless they call or text a bunch of times back to back and it, it'll go through, in which case it probably is an emergency. Um, I found it's a, uh, it's a good practice builder. I'll just, I'll handwrite my phone on the back of my business card and let them know if they ever need anything. Um, honestly, most of them that call are super apologetic and I wish they would have called the day before it was the, uh, okay. you know, I've got the red eye that I've been sitting on. It's not getting better. I got metal in my yesterday and I didn't know what to do. Um, but, uh, most of them are, are super respectful and I would rather have them text me or call me than try to find me on social media and send a message, direct message through there that yeah. I find weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, I guess, a, a tangent from that, you know, I've had patients that will fund request. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 I, I, I am not comfortable enough to do that. We have a, a business page that I think that if they want to be involved, they could um, like the page to, to, to look at the feed. But um, I personal, you know, personal account, I, I actually don't, um, even for staff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, even for staff, I, I, I like to have my own space. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I'm just much more comfortable um, with those separate separations. You and I are very similar there. Uh, <laughs> yep, I, f- I feel the same way, but I think that's, that's a generational thing. And I yeah. don't think patients are, uh, I used to get, I don't want to say offended because I wasn't offended, but I was surprised that they would want to have that kind of, of interaction and relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm uh, overthinking it way more than they are. They, yeah. just, <laughs> they see somebody they know and they say, you know, friend or follow or whatever the, the, the page is. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. uh, um, in fact, I had, I started a, a professional 
Instagram page um, to kind of promote the uh, the podcast and some of the professional things that I do. And remembering to put things up on there is a pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't come natural. And I've got a, a little reminder, calendar reminder, you know, to post something. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. And, uh, but my, my personal page that. gets nothing. <laughs> uh, my professional, that, that professional page is, is much more difficult and really not, not overly enjoyable to maintain. Yeah, yeah. I uh, No, I, I totally agree. And, you know, for the office, I actually have my younger staff um, manage these things for me because I, I do, too, do not enjoy, you know, doing all these <laughs> posting. <laughs> um, and, and that's just, you know, my personal preference as well. I, I, I feel very, just, just very awkward, I guess, for, for just the simple post when, you know, I felt like the younger one is just almost second nature to them um, just to do all these posting. <laughs> uh, yep and i'm too busy doing double spaces to post <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, so um one other question i have talking about uh you know progressive and seeing things change when uh my grandpa was practicing and then when dad was practicing in his early years it, the doc did as almost everything in the practice you know they were the data collectors they did all the testing um as far as i know even on boards now we you know, we're still testing young docs to make sure they know how to tell a patient to cover an eye and read a letter or mm-hmm. a, a series of letters uh, 20 feet. Um, it, we've shifted to a, a, a much more of a delegation model um, because I think my staff can should be able to operate at the highest professional level that they can. And a lot of that is work that I used to do. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I'm trying to to not work any harder. I think we're just trying to be more efficient. More efficient, right. But it, uh, I've noticed it with uh, some more tenured doctors and some of our, our more tenured colleagues, that's really hard for them to to give up. And there's things that in their mind are, have always been doctor only. Um, for example, I, I really don't fit soft contact lenses anymore. I have staff that are NCLE certified, um, fully capable of fitting you know, a toric, a multifocal, a spherical soft contact lens. And... Um, and, and, you know, the, the technology is so good, there's not a whole lot for me to do. Uh, but when I've talked to, to groups, there's some that, that that doesn't feel, they're not comfortable with it. What are your thoughts on, you know, moving forward and, and delegating technology and getting rid of the, the, the two spaces there and going to the one space <laughs> where you're having staff, staff do more work? Yeah, I think it depending on the, the model of practice um that you're in and that you want to work for um currently my office is a small private practice and just myself as a doctor and so in terms of volume um i myself still do all of these um you know the soft contact lens is clear of it um all the contact lens aspect um, but my staff will do all the testing um and but previous to this i worked in a large ophthalmology practice that the volume is much much more um, pretty much the only part that I do will be the slit lamp um, for the interior and posterior sec, and, and that's about it. Um, there are supportive staff in the contact lens part, actually, too, um, and there are supportive staff for everything else um, in terms of testing, refraction even. Um, mm. I would just double-check the refraction, um, but that model was very different in working there. Um, I think efficiency wise, I think it's, you know, I think if you're busy and if you have 
I think depending on what you enjoy doing also. Um, just because, for example, you know, I, I enjoy doing my um, scleral lenses um, patient, and I still do my soft lenses, but in a busier practice, I think efficiency is important. And if the staff is able to do it, I think delegation is, is the key. You can't do everything. Um, you just can't. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, yeah, she just can't. So delegating to the right person who have the right expertise and experience um, that could do what you needed to is important. But for me, uh, right now, um, I am still doing that aspect of it, but I've been in different models that could do different things. Um, but I don't think I would give up the refraction. Um, in No? The, no. Oh, not, God, not I hate yet. refracting. I hate refracting. <laughs> it drives me nuts. <laughs> I think we're so much better, though. I, it's you know, I, I have, um, you know, working at the at the. I mean, the staff was very experienced, and depending on who the staff is, the refraction could be so off. Um, and, and and some staff who've there, I can tell you one ophthalmology um, practice that I worked at. Um, at the time I was a student, this person has been refracting when I was. I mean, before I was in high school. And so this person is so experienced in refracting. Um, I think there's quite a bit of an art to refraction um, that is learned over time. And this person is an amazing, um, he's, a, he's a technician, but he mm -hmm. could refract like, you know, on par to any optometrist. Um, but I think he, he's one of the few, though, um, of the ones I've worked with. Um, otherwise, um, unfortunately, you know, some of the, <laughs> um, yeah, we've had some, some trouble with other staff refracting and not getting the correct um, numbers the patient need. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, there, no, nobody's ever going to be, uh, be perfect, and there's certainly going to be ones that are better than the other. I, I think the technology is so good now that, you know, if, if all the numbers make sense, um, mm -hmm there there's there's i i can spend my time in more efficient ways um yeah. on on working with the uh, the practice but those are going to be some interesting conversations that we have uh going forward and uh and you know as much fun i'm sure as the one space or two after the uh the period <laughs> discussion so um but i i appreciate you posing that question to the the group and i certainly enjoyed reading all the responses um, I didn't enjoy feeling old, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm very comfortable being uh, who I am. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's all we could do, right? We just got to embrace the time. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, Bian, thanks for making time and for, for jumping on and for uh, continuing the conversation that you started uh, via, yeah. via email thread. Yeah, thanks for the invite. It was, uh, it was very refreshing. And I think, you know, um, we have a lot of serious discussion with all the threats. And, and um, I literally was, it's just, I felt like it was a time waster because it was like very intriguing when I talked to all my staff and it boggled my mind that I was apparently the only one um, in the whole office double spacing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, may, maybe a time waster, but it, it, uh, it put a smile, I think, on everybody's face. So in that regard, it uh, didn't waste any time at all, but it was a, a nice little, nice little happy spot in, in yeah. during our day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah.